0: This is Wisconsin Water News, a production of the University of Wisconsin Sea Grant Program. I'm your host, Marie Zwickoff. Today's episode is, A Fight to Keep Milwaukee Pool Open Uses Sea Grant Data and Strong Partnerships. This is a group of children and their parents who gathered in a hallway of the Milwaukee County Courthouse in 2018. Signs they held said, closing our pool is mean, and don't drown us in bureaucracy. They were protesting the proposed closure of the Schultz Aquatic Center, a relatively new facility in their Lincoln Park neighborhood that had been targeted due to county budget shortages. Many of the protesters were African American, which reflected the makeup of their neighborhood on Milwaukee's north side. Cheryl Bledsoe, an assistant principal at the time at Cross Trainers Academy, and a board member of the Friends of Lincoln Park, announced to news video cameras at the protest. And I think that pool should remain open so that the current African-American youth that live in that area now have the opportunity to receive swimming lessons at that pool. I don't think that it's fair that since 1995, public pools on the north side of Milwaukee have been closed. Our goal is to make sure that our neighborhood is safe and strong. And to assist with that, we need our pool to remain open so that our youth have a safe place to be in the summertime. And Lincoln Park Pool will not close under my watch. The data behind Bledsoe's statement about the number of pool closures came from a mapping project undertaken by Deidre Peroff, Wisconsin Sea Grant's social science outreach specialist in Milwaukee. The interactive Google Earth map she developed with Reflow a local nonprofit provided pivotal information which, when brought to light by the Friends Group, ultimately helped convince the Milwaukee County Board to keep the pool open and make their budget cuts elsewhere.
1: We looked at where swimming pools are and where they have been historically all the way back to the 30s. What the map exhibited pretty clearly is that they are mostly closing kind of in the north side of the city, which is a predominantly black community that's there.
0: Peroff said she started the mapping project as part of her duties as co-chair of an education and recreation committee of Milwaukee Water Commons, a group that's working to make Milwaukee a model water city.
1: The two kind of main goals of that were that every child and adult in Milwaukee would have meaningful water experiences and to launch a comprehensive effort to change culture around swimming and improve access to swimming facilities.
0: The committee gathered various Milwaukee organizations together to discuss how to accomplish these goals and received an earful about past efforts that had failed due to socio-cultural, financial, historical, political, and even transportation barriers. Peroff said that myths about black people and swimming, combined with a long history of segregation around swimming, are hard to overcome. Pool access for black communities is a vital issue because... According to the USA Swimming Foundation, 64% of African American children have no or low swimming ability. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, this may be why black children, without regard to age or income, are up to 5.5 times more likely to drown than white children. David Thomas, board secretary for the Friends of Lincoln Park, said the timing was fortunate for their information needs in fighting the pool closure.
1: When all this hit the fan, when everything hit the fan and they announced the pool closing, Deidre had already started this research. So yes, it was a very fortunate chain of events that, that the research was already going on.
0: Thomas sent out an email to the Friends group with a call to action to save the pool, which included a link to the pool closure map. Bledsoe, who is African-American, said she learned how to swim at a previous pool in Lincoln Park. She said the Schultz Aquatic Center closure issue was an opportunity for her students to learn how to peacefully advocate for their community. It showed them that public officials... These people aren't untouchable. You can talk to them. You can call them.
1: Their information is available.
0: She said their successful protest was about more than just saving the pool. It helped build the youth's confidence and self-esteem. There were lives that were changed as a result of that, and people fighting for something very meaningful. Bledsoe's own parents were so proud of their daughter's role in keeping the aquatic center open, they framed a copy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel newspaper story, displaying it in their living room. Peroff credits the Friends Group's strong community relationships for their success. They were able to call on people who were already invested in the park and cared about the aquatic center.
1: And I think that was one reason that they were able to move so quickly and then also, you know, use the map and use some of these other data to sort of tell the story that they needed.
0: A spin-off project undertaken in 2019 had pair off looking at the impact of swimming programs on underserved communities in Milwaukee. She hired Emily Tolliver, a professional master's student, to interview seven swimming organizations about how they addressed the issue of diversity and access to swimming resources in their programming. Pearoff is still analyzing the data, but said one thing is coming out clearly.
1: We found some of the programs that were more successful in being diverse, they said that the best thing was having African-American or Black role models, teachers or lifeguards or staff as part of the swimming program.
0: She said these programs worked extra hard to recruit people of color to be part of their organizations. Peroff said addressing these wickedly difficult issues is satisfying, but they are complex.
1: It's not like one approach is going to fix any problem that we're looking at. So we have to kind of understand the barriers at a much deeper level than maybe some other issues that we all work on.
0: That's it for this episode of Wisconsin Water News, just one of the ways that Wisconsin Sea Grant promotes the sustainable use of Great Lakes resources through research, education, and outreach. Listen and subscribe to us through Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or at seagrant.wisc.edu. Thank you to Deidre Peroff, Cheryl Bledsoe, and David Thomas, and to the Wisconsin Journal Sentinel for the protest audio, and thank you for listening. If you like Wisconsin water news, you're sure to like our other podcast about aquatic invasive species called Introduced. These are totally new lakes. Feral
1: goldfish. An illegal crayfish trade gone wrong. An electric underwater fence that stuns fish in their tracks. Unintroduced, we dive into stories of the aquatic invaders that are costing us millions and changing the lakes, streams, and wetlands we cherish and rely on. Join us each week as we learn how these creatures wound up here and meet the people working to protect our waters. I'm Sydney. I'm Bonnie. And this is Introduced from Wisconsin Sea Grant.